It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Good to have you aboard with us. It is episode number 163 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Hope you're all having a good weekend. A lot of people uh, in the United States with a three-day holiday weekend to honor the life of Martin Luther King. So if you are one of those lucky ones, good for you. Uh, It is conference championship weekend. Uh, Obviously, remember the reason why you have an extra day off. Uh, to recover from that. And, of course, if you have to work on Monday like I do, uh, well, you can pop me on on 106.7 The Fan uh, in the Washington, D.C. area or worldwide on radio.com, or you can simply just keep downloading this podcast forever and ever and ever and ever and ever until the end of time. Or you can download every episode that we've ever listened to if you need something to listen to. But either way, good to have you uh, with us. Uh, As I record this, it is a Saturday evening, uh, and what I'm trying to do is obviously do as many of these episodes as we possibly can, but center them around when we have something juicy and news-breaking to talk about. And on Saturday morning, we woke up to the news that Nate Katzer, Nate Katzor of the... um, is is the new special teams coordinator of the Washington Redskins coming over from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, you may remember in episode, I believe it was 161, maybe it was 161 and 162, i.e. the last two episodes, we mentioned that the Redskins were talking to some coaches from Tampa Bay and from Dirk Cutter's staff. We kind of mentioned it and we said, well, you know, I'll let you know about the names if I can get permission in order to use it. I I mean, you know, just to kind of peel back the onion a little bit, I knew since Tuesday morning that Nate Katzer uh, and John Hoke, a defensive backs coach, um, last with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, had both interviewed or had scheduled the interviews with the Washington Redskins, one for the special teams coordinator position, and again, that's Nate Katzer, and and John Hoke, the defensive backs coach. Now, um, just again to peel the onion back a little bit more before we get into Katzer, you know, sometimes we find out information and we're told specifically we could use it without attribution, meaning without telling us or without telling anyone who told us that information right that's called you know basically off the record but you can use it uh in a form of sources say or sources tell me or multiple people or something like that in this particular case i was told not to say anything in any regard in terms of the names or anything like that uh because um a source that told me that you know just asked for that confidence and I respect that, uh, and I wasn't going to violate that, even though I did mention that the Redskins were talking to some uh, coaching assistants from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Dirk Cutter staff. So that's kind of the background to that. 
Uh, in addition to that, John Keim of ESPN and ESPN.com also found out uh, that um, that that John Hoke had interviewed or was going to interview uh, for a position with the Redskins staff, and I believe he's reported that Hoke is not expected to get a position. And then Keim also uh, did kind of zero in on uh, Nate Katzor, again, the uh, Katzer, I should say, as the new special teams coordinator for the Redskins, uh, the team announcing that early on Saturday morning East Coast time. And again, that just kind of tells you where this has kind of been heading. So if you hear the name John Hoke, you know what we're talking about. Uh, and again, they still list Torian Gray as their defensive backs coach. But as we know, they let Ben Katwika go to the Atlanta Falcons, the special teams coordinator of the Redskins the last uh, five years under Jay Gruden. Uh, they let him go to the Atlanta Falcons, and then they bring in Nate Katzer from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So who is Nate Katzer? Well, here's who he is. First of all, his last name is spelled K-A-C-Z-O-R, but it's pronounced Katzer. Katzer. Occasionally, I'm going, just be honest, as I've already done, call him uh, Katzer. It's Katzer. Katzer. K-A-T-S-I-R is how you would basically pronounce it phonetically, or K-A-T hyphen S-I-R. Nate Katzer. He's the new special teams coordinator of the Washington Redskins. According to a team release, here's what you need to know about Nate Katzer. He's entering his 12th season in the National Football League. Again, been with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the last three years. Before that, he had spent his NFL career with the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. He became the special teams coordinator of the Buccaneers in 2016. He was also the special teams coordinator with the Tennessee Titans from 2013 through 2015 and was an assistant special teams coach for the Jaguars from 2008 through 2011. So basically what you need to know is that Nate Katzer has been a special teams coordinator or assistant special teams coordinator, again, for much of his NFL career, or at least since 2008. Again, a couple years with the Jaguars as an assistant special teams coordinator, and then the special teams coordinator with the Titans from 2013 through 15, and then joining the Buccaneers 2016 as their special teams coordinator. So uh, he has more than enough experience uh, in terms of that. Now, the Redskins press release goes on to tout the, the 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 attributes of Nate Katzer, as you would expect that they would do. And they mention in his first year in Tampa Bay, Katzer worked with punter Brian Anger, who set Buccaneer records for both punts inside the 20 at 37, net punting average at 42.7, uh, which both ranked in the top five in the NFL in 2016. Uh, they also mentioned that Anger and Josh Robinson were members of a punt coverage that ranked fourth in the NFL and punt return average allowed, limiting opponents to 5.3 yards per punt return. Uh, Robinson, a special teams gunner, had 12 special teams tackles uh, tied for third most in the NFL in that season. Now, conveniently enough, they do not list what Nate Katzer's special teams units have really done over the last couple years. Again, those numbers are 2016 numbers. Well, we, of course, do not work for the team, 
Um, so we, of course, have to point out that there is more than just the positive, right? That would only be fair. So while that was 2016, those numbers that we just gave you for the Buccaneers, Rick Goslin, who works for the Dallas Morning News and who each and every year does a outstanding special teams ranking profile, um, again, just for special teams, uh, and he does a comprehensive job measuring it with a bunch of different components. He had the Buccaneers ranked special teams-wise, entire special teams, 12th in the NFL out of 32 teams, of course, in 2016, and 21st in terms of 2017. His 2018 ratings, not out yet, but I can tell you, it would be surprising if the Buccaneers are any higher than 27th or 28th on Rick Goslin's list. Now, also, and that information, credit uh, mentioned John Kime from ESPN. He put that out on his Twitter, so make sure you uh, get that uh, credit from him or uh, follow him if you're not already doing so. Read him on ESPN.com, uh, at John underscore Kime. Now, J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington added this. Football Outsiders special teams rankings for 2018 had the Redskins at 8th and Tampa at 29th. In 2017, the Redskins were 22nd and Tampa was 29th. So you see a pretty big difference here, even as bad as the Redskins special teams were last year, and they were, and for the most part as good as they were in 2018, and they were outside of the return game, and one slip up in Jacksonville, Tampa, according to Football Outsiders, for whatever that's worth, and I don't understand a lot of their metrics, but a lot of people use them and a lot of people respect them, and I have no doubt that they are an accurate measuring tool, had Nate Katzer's special teams units for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ranked 29th and 29th over the last two years. So again, you take that for what it's worth. The Redskins, of course, are not going to list that in their press release. I mean, why would they, right? Uh, they're trying to promote the good that Nate Katzer brings. But our job is to provide the good and the bad, which we are more than happy to provide the good when there's good to prepare or when there's good to report. Now, as we mentioned, Nate Katzer spent uh, time with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Brett Kern is one of their, you know, was one of their good punters. Uh, has done a pretty good job. He had certainly some success setting franchise records uh, and working with place kicker Ryan Suckup uh, in 2015 um, and getting him to a clip of 87.5. Again, he was the assistant special teams coach uh, with Jacksonville, and during one of those four uh, during those four years, the Jaguars had uh, a combined punt return average allowed of 6.5, which was the, um, you know, which was in the top five and the eighth lowest kickoff return average at 21.8. And they developed a special teams player or two uh, in terms of pro bowlers for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, so that's some good there for Nate Katzer. When we come back, we'll get you some more detailed information via our friends from ProFootballFocus.com in their premium subscription package. Uh, As well, we're also going to tell you about another coach uh, on the Redskins 2018 staff and before that is leaving for another team, which we also mentioned earlier in the week. And no, it's not Bill Callahan. We'll do that next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. It is episode number 163. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 163 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. So a couple of things to clean up on the Redskins officially hiring Nate Katzer as their new special teams coordinator. Again, these were... Uh, him and John Hoke, who interviewed for a defensive backs coaching position earlier this week, were the two coaches, the unnamed coaches that we did not have permission for to use uh, here on the Locked On Redskins podcast as possible candidates. Uh, Nate Katzer, again, was um, interviewing for the special teams coordinator position uh, and as well uh, John Hoke. Uh, a defensive backs coach position. Uh, Jay Gruden, via a team-released press statement, uh, said, quote, We are excited to have Nate join our staff. We have had the opportunity to face his special teams play during his time at Tampa Bay and respected competing against him. He is a competitor, and we have noticed and admired the intensity his units have played with throughout the course of his time as a special teams coordinator and assistant coach in the NFL, end quote. So that's Jay Gruden's statement from a team press release. Just so we're talking uh, in full transparency about rankings and things of that nature, uh, the Washington Redskins, according to Pro Football Focus, uh, com. We mentioned where they ranked in terms of football outsiders uh, and all of that under Ben Kotwika in 2018. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers ranked a composite 59.5 out of 100 as a special teams unit or 24th in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, com and their premium subscriptions package. Now, they had the Redskins ranked much lower than Football Outsiders. And again, everybody uses different metrics. Everybody uses different ways to measure. They had the Redskins as only number 21, a 61.7 composite grade out of 100. So just a couple of points ahead of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, in terms of what you can kind of expect or look at remember with Tampa Bay this year they had a horrible place kicker now maybe some of that was because Nate Katzer um, inherited and took on Chandler Catanzaro uh, and they ultimately had to cut him after he missed a couple of critical critical kicks uh, in terms of uh, field goals against the Washington Redskins uh, but the bottom line is, is they had to bring in Cairo Santos, who was out of work, and he did a pretty decent job, 9 of 12, uh, in terms of field goals at 75%. That wasn't that much better, though, than Catanzaro, who, again, was 11 of 15, but Catanzaro had missed a bunch of extra points. Um, you know, so that had to be kind of, like, thrown into the mix because those are so important now in terms of, you know, the overall production um, of place kickers. Catanzaro actually wasn't bad in terms of 
his kickoffs. And Brian Anger, their punter, did a pretty decent job. He overall ranked a 61.4 uh, out of 100 with a 38.9 net and a 45 gross average and 19 kicks inside the 20 for the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers this year. But again, remember, part of the reason why Catanzaro was cut after the Redskins beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is he missed two relative chippies, including one definite chippy, and he had already missed four extra points, uh, four extra point attempts, rather, uh, and was 23 of 27, was one of the worst kickers and has been one of the worst or most inconsistent kickers, no matter where he's been, Arizona, the Jets. I don't know how much you blame that on Nate Katzer, but the bottom line is is the Redskins are certainly looking at him, I, I would presume, as an upgrade over Ben Kotwika. Now, Kirk Olivadotti, longtime Redskins linebackers coach, is leaving for the Green Bay Packers. Again, this was confirmed uh, by... Uh, and first reported, uh, this was first reported earlier in the week uh, by a couple of uh, different outlets. I, I don't remember who um, originally reported it, uh, but I know my pal John Kime again has uh, confirmed that, uh, and others have confirmed that as well. The Redskins allow Kirk Olivadotti to leave for the Green Bay Packers a lateral position. He joins the coaching staff of Matt LaFleur. Again, the former Redskins quarterbacks coach from 2010 through 2013, including most of the Robert Griffin era under Mike Shanahan, under Sean McVay, or with Sean McVay, under Kyle Shanahan. Uh, and we all know what that staff has kind of turned out to be. So the Redskins allow Kirk Olivadotti to leave for the Green Bay Packers. And you might be saying, hmm, they allowed Kirk Olivadotti and Ben Kotwicker to leave for lateral positions. They must feel that these guys are not worth keeping. And if they're unhappy and if they get an opportunity somewhere else, if we don't feel you're a really good coach or a really valuable commodity, then we're going to allow you to explore that. Because if you're not happy here, we don't want you here. And it's interesting because I would say this. They're not going to let people that they feel are really good coaches go and do that. Meaning if a team comes to them and a coach is under contract, they're not going to just allow them to make a lateral move and speak to a team if they hold that coach in high regard. Um, sometimes it's a good fit. Sometimes it's a bad fit. Sometimes it's a philosophical fit. Sometimes it's a lack of production. Sometimes it's, it, it's a lot of things. Here's what I know. Uh, I've known KO for a long time. I've known him since 2009. He did leave for a little bit of time uh, to become the defensive coordinator at the University of Georgia. He came back under Jim Hazlitt in Haz's final year in 2014. He's been here and back ever since. Um, you know, is this a massive loss? No. Is is Kirk Olivadotti, son of Tom Olivadotti, uh, who some of you might remember, uh, used to be a former uh, defensive coordinator with the Miami Dolphins. Is he a huge loss? Listen, uh, I'd be lying to you if I told you I thought it was a huge loss. Uh, can you find somebody to replace? Absolutely. Can you find somebody that maybe gets more production out of Mason Foster, Zach Brown, Sean Dion Hamilton, um, and all those? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, according to John Kime of ESPN, they have a couple of candidates, uh, no names uh, at this point. I think Chad Grimm is their uh, outside linebackers coach or working with their outside linebackers. You know, so maybe they make that a whole unit position type thing. Uh, the bottom line is, is I can't kill them for letting a Kirk Olivadotti go. Now, 
clearly they had a very different opinion of Ben Katwika than maybe uh, I did or, you know, than certainly I thought his units performed this year. But the bottom line is, is they allowed him to leave for a lateral position as well in the same conference as they do with Olivadotti. So it's not like they're really being kind of restrictive here with certain coaches. Certain coaches, they are going to either deny permission or they are, you know, not going to allow to leave based on giving them a promotion, even though that exactly hasn't happened just yet. But it's just some of the politics, if you will, involved in the NFL. Uh, and the bottom line is, is look, we can give you a bunch of different numbers and a bunch of different metrics as we already have. It, is Ben Kotwika to Nate Katzer the going to be the main difference between the Redskins winning nine games next year? Probably not. People tend to blame coaches because it's the easiest thing to do and it's the laziest thing to do. Here's the bottom line. On special teams, the Redskins didn't get enough out of their running game, uh, their return game, period, period. Um, you know, they, they haven't for a long time. They're just, for instance, this year, their kickoff return average, 3.2 yards per kickoff return below the league average. The league average, 22.9. The Redskins kickoff return average, 19.7. The league return, punt return average, 8.5. The Redskins, 6.5. Uh, bottom line, that wasn't just a one-year anomaly. I think Jay Gruden and, and maybe Bruce Allen and whoever got frustrated that Ben Kotwika could not get more out of the return unit, which obviously helps with field position, helps a struggling offense, so on and so forth. Um, in terms of coverage, you know, the, the punt return average this year was 9.8, but don't forget, a lot of that gets blown out by one big 74-yard touchdown return uh, and a brain meltdown on a couple of different scenarios uh, against Jacksonville. Otherwise, the punt return average pretty good this year overall, or at least right around league average, maybe below league average. All right, as far as the Redskins' kickoff return average allowed this particular year, it was only 22.7 per kick return, and that's slightly under the league average of 22.9 for, what again, whatever that's worth in terms of numbers because every unit every year, especially with special teams, is certainly different as we kind of circle back and finish up on uh, the, again, exchange of Ben Kotwika, who goes from the Redskins to the Tampa uh, to the Atlanta Falcons, and Nate Katzer, who joins the Tampa Bay, uh, who joins the Washington Redskins from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And just again, real quickly, uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they had a kickoff return average for their team of twenty point four. That's two point five below the league average and a punt return average of six point three. That's two point two yards below the league average. And their defense, uh, in terms of punt return average allowed, was just at the league average, uh, 8.6 to 8.5 in terms of punt returns. Uh, and kickoff returns was actually a little bit better uh, than the league average, 21 per kick return, 22.9 is the league average. Again, different players. Uh, people want to make it all about the coach. It's not. It's about the players. It's about health. It's about uh, how much investment each team has. Certainly the Redskins have made some more investments in that area. It hasn't completely paid off, uh, but 
certainly their coverage units for the most part were much better this year uh, than they had been in years past. Certainly their punter and their field goal kicker, their place kicker was much better and more consistent. So that is good. Uh, you can't fix everything. Uh, it's going to take some time. So hopefully Nate Katzer can come in here and give a little jolt to the Redskins in terms of their punt return um their punt return and their kick return teams because the Redskins certainly need it um, because they're they're scrapping for every inch on offense. And I would have to guess, and again, Jay Gruden is not going to talk about this for a while, I would have to guess that that was a big problem uh, in his eyes when it came to Ben Kotwika. Now, uh, we will wrap up this edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast episode number 163 by putting rookie Sean Dion Hamilton in the Skins spotlight. Plus, we'll let you hear a couple of quick thoughts from him as he wrapped up with reporters after his first season in the NFL. That's next, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Don't forget, follow me at WrestleMania621, at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, and as well for all of our team coverage at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. Back in a flash with Sean Dion Hamilton under the Skins spotlight. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we welcome you back to episode number 163 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Before we get on and out of here, we do this on this weekend edition, episode number 163. Uh, with, again, the, the, the news that we have spent most of the episode kind of focused on, and that's Nate Katzer, the new special teams coordinator, Kirk Olivadotti, leaving the Redskins linebackers coach uh, for the Green Bay Packers in a lateral move. We're going to put Sean Dion Hamilton under the skins spotlight. We're going to hear from him uh, in a second. But Sean Dion Hamilton played 129 defensive snaps, 79 against the rush, 42 in coverage, and eight as a pass rusher, did not play defense until week 12, meaning Thanksgiving Day at Dallas, and then, of course, played uh, in every game after that. Uh, Philadelphia on the road, of course, the disaster against the Giants at Jacksonville, at Tennessee, home for Philadelphia. He started the last four games, started the last four games. Sean Dion Hamilton played Four snaps, five snaps, then 28, then 28, then 32 and 32 on defense to wrap up the year for a total of 129. We gave you the breakdowns via Pro Football Focus and their premium subscription package. Now, as far as an overall grade for Sean Dion Hamilton, a 58.2, so says PFF, a 56.3 against the run, 84.2 out of 100 in terms of tackling, 86.6 as a pass rusher, which we certainly saw him flash a whole bunch uh, around the line of scrimmage and in the backfield. So that is certainly a positive sign and a 50.8 in Coverage. Profootballfocus.com has him credited as five total pressures, again, in 129 uh, total snaps, but really 
only eight in terms of pass rush snaps. So again, this is very important to note. Two sacks, they have him as. Uh, now they count half sacks as full sacks, so just in the interest of fairness. And three quarterback hits. So that is pretty darn good production for Sean Dion Hamilton, the sixth-round pick, 6'0", 235, out of the University of Alabama. And again, marred by injury the last two years uh, at Alabama. A lot of people thought he would be a first- or a second-round pick. So it looks like the Redskins certainly got a little bit of of a steal here in terms of tackling overall Sean Dion Hamilton had 16 tackles five then assisted for a total of 21 one missed tackle eight run stops or coverage stops or play stops I should say uh, he was targeted five times he allowed five receptions of course that's a 100 percent Completion percentage for 76 yards, 15.2 yards per reception. So certainly uh, that is something to clean up. 62 yards after the catch, a long of 25 in his coverage, and a 118.8 passer rating again. So obviously Sean Dion Hamilton has a ways to go in terms of his pass coverage. That's what Pro Football Focus has him listed under. All right, so Sean Dion Hamilton, we're going to hear from him in a second, obviously, as he wrapped up his rookie season and now prepares for year number two. Again, former sixth-round pick, number 197 overall in the 2018 draft out of the University of Alabama, six foot, 235, number 51. He's 23 and change is Sean Dion Hamilton. He met with reporters. Feel towards your offseason plan approach is going to be? Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, a guy who's had two season ending injuries in 11 months, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it because, I mean, the, the past two years, offseason has been rehab, rehab, rehab. But now, now I can finally get an offseason where I can just work on my craft, get bigger, get stronger, get faster, things like that. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Going to take a few weeks off, you know, get let the little nicks and bruises heal. And after that, you know, I'm, I'm going to get back to it, you know, try to get stronger, get faster. You know, I'm just going to hit it hit it full head of steam, you know, running. I mean, like I said, it's, it's a blessing, you know, to be healthy and going to the off season, ready, ready to work. What's your best memory and your worst memory from this season? I probably say my worst memory is just seeing all my teammates, you know, seeing so many guys get hurt. I mean, and they put so much time, you know, in the off season, you know, to prepare for the season. Then when you just see, like guys like Brandon Sheriff going down, I mean, that guy's extremely hard worker, always the first one in the building, taking care of his body and all that. Like guys like Alex, just seeing my teammates go down, I mean, that's probably the worst memory. But um, I probably say the best memory was probably um, being Dallas, you know, here. Um, it was crazy atmosphere, you know, crazy game. Do you have a message for the fans? They've had a rough season like you guys. Um, I mean, you know, what, 2019 is this year, right? Yeah, 2019, um, you know, we're going to come back. Hopefully everybody can stay healthy, and, I mean, we're going to be hungrier than ever. What did you learn about just yourself in this your rookie season in the NFL? Um, I've learned, you know, don't, don't say yourself short of anything, you know. You know, confidence, you know, short-term memory is, is, is really big. I mean, you know, you're going to miss some plays here and there, but, I mean, it's always play the next play. For you, how have you dealt with the losing? I'm sure at Alabama this really wasn't like a thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I learned, you know, this is the NFL. I mean, everybody's good. You know, all 16, 17 weeks you're playing against somebody who's in the NFL for a reason, so you're not going to win them all. 
All right, that's Sean Dion Hamilton meeting with reporters right after his rookie season ended. That's going to do it for us here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I uh, hope you're all having a great weekend, an extended weekend for many. Please remember the reason for that uh, as we remember and celebrate the legacy and the importance uh, and the impact of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, so we will be back as soon as we possibly can, hopefully with some breaking news at some point. Uh, we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the weekend, but enjoy for now. Skin Spotlight, Sean Dion Hamilton, and then, of course, the big news, the Redskins have a new special teams coordinator, Nate Katzer, uh, which we broke down in painstaking detail. Uh, and then, as well, uh, Kirk Olivadotti leaving for the Green Bay Packers. All right, that's going to do it for us. Have a great rest of the weekend. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 